everybody, and I am joined by Alec Coombs here for a summer movie preview 2022. I'm excited about it. It seems like so many summer movies the last two years got pushed off and pushed off. So some of the movies we're going to talk about here are actually movies that are supposed to come out two years ago or, or, or even last year. But uh, Alec, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Chris. I'm uh, looking forward to our chat. So I know some people, different different people have different feelings about the summer movie season. I'm always excited about it, although I'll usually admit that usually by about July, mid-July, I'm kind of a little, the movies have got a little stale for me, or I'm disappointed in what movies have come out, and I'm looking forward towards the fall, but it is what it is. Um, I will say that uh, uh, I've been kind of disappointed with the last two summers because so many things got pushed away, that it was kind of meager offering, so it seems like a lot of really big high profile films this summer. So I think what we're going to do is why don't we just each of us throw out five and we'll go back and forth movies that you're personally most looking forward to this summer. Uh, maybe we'll have some overlap because we didn't share lists before sure. we started this. Um, and then we'll just talk about some other notable movies that are coming out. So why don't you start? Uh, I, I listed mine in uh, chronological order. So I'll start with the beginning of the season with the movie that's kicking off uh, summer, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, it's directed by Sam Raimi. It comes out uh, May 6th, May 5th, I suppose, with the Thursday night screenings that people like to attend. Um, just really excited to see Raimi uh, tackle the comic book genre again. I've been a fan of his, dating all the way back to The Evil Dead. I, I watched those movies back when I was like in middle school and... Uh, just seems like a really cool, exciting movie. I, I've dug Doctor Strange in the MCU previously. He was a lot of fun in uh, Spider-Man No Way Home just a few months back. So this is one I'm actively looking forward to. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, uh, I know a lot of people are experiencing, you know, m superhero movie fatigue or at least or even, you know, specifically Marvel Cinematic Universe fatigue. I'm not. I mean, my attitude is as long as the movies are good and it's interesting and it, it seems like they're very intentional about shaping this mythos and, you know, the greater the greater world that that exists in. I mean, it, that's kind of my attitude in general. It's like, Chris, you know, do you, do you hate rom-coms? I was like, no, I hate bad rom-coms and, you right. know, repetitive rom-coms. But as uh, long as the movies are good and, you know, they, they really haven't steered us strong as far as I'm concerned. And by the way, I kind of get the vibe this one might be delving more into like a horror territory which i'm kind of a horror hound so i'm excited to see and rammy certainly has the bona fides in that genre um i'm looking forward to see what he does with this uh, latest doctor strange installment yeah me too um and i should mention people are probably saying hey it's april why are you doing a summer movie pre preview well guess what well doctor strange comes out next friday uh may the 5th or 6th whatever it is and that's that's really kicking off summer you could even argue that April with like, you know, Fantastic Beasts was the first summer movie. The uh, 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 there have been a lot of other movies like the Fast and Furious movies kind of kicked this off a while ago where they started coming out in April. So I and some of the MCU you, movies have been dropping in April, too. I think a few of the Avengers like Endgame and uh, uh, Infinity War. I think those were April yeah. releases as well. All right, one on my list is Top Gun. Yes, I'm looking forward to Top Gun, and this is one of the ones that was supposed to come out in 2020. We're just now finally getting it. Um, I don't have to say. I mean, the first movie was so so attached to like my youth. Um, you know, that was like the, I remember that was the first summer I was working in a movie theater, 
Um, and I saw that movie probably 50, 60 times over the course of the summer, just because I was the usher standing in the back and I kind of had to watch it. Um, so I'm excited. It also must set some kind of a record for longest period between sequels. So when it comes out, it, it'll have been 36 years between movies, which just is mind blowing. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Top Gun Maverick is also on my list. It comes out on May 27th. Um, it's directed by Joseph Kaczynski, who previously worked with uh, Cruz on, uh, what was it, Oblivion. Um, he also did the uh, Tron Legacy uh, sequel, which I actually kind of enjoyed. The Daft Punk score was awesome, and I thought the look of the movie was great. Um, I know Christopher McQuarrie, who's been working with Cruz a ton in the last five to ten years, did a... a uh, is one of the credit writers on the movie, so I'm excited about that. Uh, the cast for the movie is awesome. You've got Val Kilmer coming back, Jennifer Conley, Miles Teller, an actor I really like a lot named Glenn Powell, who keeps popping up in Richard Linklater movies. Ed Harris is in it. John Hamm is in it. And uh, Bill Pullman's kid, Louis Pullman, who I thought was great in Bad Times in the El Royale a few years ago, is also in it. So I'm really looking forward to Top Gun Maverick. Cool. All right, so we're going to count that as your your number two since we, like we said, we didn't know if there'd be crossover on these or not, but I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, um, I mean, I could delve in deeper. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, we're going to get into Top Gun was one of the VH test, VHS tapes we had in my family as a kid. My brother got it as a Christmas gift. We watched, I've probably seen Top Gun 50 to 100 times in all yeah. honesty. And my, I'm also a weirdo who generally likes Tony Scott's movies better than Ridley Scott's movies. Wow. So, that's amazing to think. Um, okay, uh, I will say um, I'm looking forward to Jurassic World Dominion, even though I kind of did get a little burned out on the, the original trio of Jurassic World, Jurassic Park movies. And then, you know, I thought the Jurassic World movies were just sort of, eh. But it seems like a real crossover. You know, they're bringing back um, uh, some of the original cast, Jeff Goldblum and the gang. Uh, so I'm excited to see that. I don't know. That's, that's one of those things It's like, it could revive the franchise or, it, but you know, it's like the last Spider-Man movie. I mean, if you told me what they were going to do and I didn't know going in, I would have been like, I don't know about that, but it really, really worked. So I'm hoping this could be the same. Uh, it's not on my list, but I'm looking forward to it. I, I don't remember when it's coming out. I think sometime in June. That is June 10th. Um, I know my wife's looking forward to it. Jurassic Park is her favorite movie of all time. Uh, I love the first one. I think it's kind of been diminishing returns for the most part ever since. I'm also more of a Jaws guy than a Jurassic Park guy. But, um, yeah, it should be cool. What's next on your list? Uh, next on my list, and we're going back to the MCU and the comic book well again, is uh, Thor Love and Thunder, which is coming out on July 8th. Uh, the trailer dropped, set a bunch of uh, watch records. Looks really good. Natalie Portman's back in the franchise, playing a female version of Thor. Uh, Christian Bale's in the movie. I didn't see him in the trailer, but I'm always excited to see whatever he does. Apparently Matt Damon's going to be in it again. I'm assuming in a very small cameo role as he's wont to do. Uh, but Taika Waititi, I think, is one of our better working filmmakers. Super imaginative, super funny. If this movie is half as good as the last Thor movie he directed, I think it's uh, something to look forward to. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one as well. I admit, when I first heard about what I was, all I heard when the movie was announced was, uh, now Natalie Portman is Thor. And I was just like, well, hold on. It's like, Thor is Thor. And I'm all for, you know, having like 
black Norse gods and, you know, all the panoply of diversity. But it's like Thor is a dude and he's supposed to be a dude. Uh, you know, literally, literally, he's a mythological god of masculinity. It's just like, okay, is, you know, like Hera going to be, you know, intersex now or some of this? I don't know. In general, I'm, I'm cool with people doing all sorts of different things, but it sounds like it's more, more like, I don't know. I'm still a little unclear, even from watching the trailer. Like, is, is she actually taking over the Thor role permanently or is she just sort of one iteration of Thor? I'm still a little confused. Probably a similar deal like when Gwyneth Paltrow was getting in the Iron Man suits. It's yeah. just another iteration of the character or an extension of the character, perhaps. Yeah, well, that's cool. Okay, so yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that one. Um, let's see, another one that I'm looking forward to is, uh, maybe this is probably, might be on your list, is The Black Phone. is a horror film that's been delayed and delayed and delayed. With it was Ethan an honorable Hall. mention for me. It's one I'm certainly interested in. Starring Ethan Hawke, a little unclear what it's about, but obviously, you know, he's, I, I think he's playing the bad guy or maybe the bad guy in this, but it looks cool. And I, I'm, I'm just curious for a movie that's had its date pushed at least twice that I know of, does that mean it's, it's, it's not any good or is it just really good? And they're just really trying to find the right spot in the market for it to hit. And that's June 24th for that one. I think as of right now, the movie has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, which isn't always an indicator that it's good. But um, Scott Derrickson, the guy who directed it, uh, I think he went and made this after being let go from Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. He directed the first Doctor Strange, and he's kind of returning to his indie horror roots with the Black Phone. I know it's a uh, Blumhouse production, and Ethan Hawke's really hot right now uh, between Moon Knight and... Uh, the Northman. He was in the Northman, North which he was—he wasn't in much, but he was quite good. What time he was there? So, okay. What's next on your list? Next on my list will be uh, Jordan Peele's Nope, which comes okay. out on July twenty-second. Looks yeah, like that was he's on my uh, list too. Dipping his toes into uh, alien or UFO horror, perhaps. It's kind of what it's looking like from the trailers. He has a really good cast: Kiki Palmer. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya, recent Oscar winner, Stephen Yun. Uh, I was digging in, doing a little research on it. There's an actor I like a lot who hasn't worked in a while, and I didn't know was in the movie, Michael Wincott. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he was in Crow. He was in the Eddie Murphy movie, Metro. Uh, he, was like the, he was like the number two villain in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah. yeah he's got the cool, gravelly voice. Uh, he was in everything in the 90s and kind of has disappeared. Yeah. So he's supposedly he's in it. Um, a young actress named Barbie Ferreira, who's on the uh, controversial HBO series Euphoria, is also supposedly in it. So um, with with Jordan Peele, he's just made such a splash so quickly doing things that are markedly different than what he was known for prior. Yeah. Uh, I adore Get Out. I think it's one of the better movies of the last 10 to 15 years. And I really liked Us. I, it was a slight disappointment in relation to uh, Get Out, but... Whatever this guy's doing, I need to see it at this point. Well, I'm flipped on that. Uh, everyone was talking about like Get Out is the movie of our time, and I was like, oh, that's good. It was a good movie. It didn't seem terribly subtle to me, but um, I loved Us. I thought I was like, that's one of the best horror films or horror adjacent films I've seen in a long, long time. So I will say, yeah, even though we disagree about the merits of those particular two movies, I'm up on both of those, and I'm very much up on his career as a filmmaker. I remember. Uh, he, I've kind of tracked him with Greta Gerwig because they were, you know, people known for acting and other things. 
uh, and then they both, both made their first movie at the same time directing. And I thought her Lady Bird was fantastic and his was pretty good, uh, more than pretty good. And then their second movie came out. I thought his second movie was fantastic. I thought her second movie was a little bit more disappointing. That's funny because I like Little Women better than I like Lady Bird. Yeah, interesting. So I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to both see what both of them will do for their third movie. Um, I wanted to mention for mine, I can't remember if I've done four or five now. I want to mention the Elvis biopic coming out. That's June 24th. This is directed by Baz Luhrmann, the Australian sort of gonzo filmmaker known for a lot of musicals. Um, and really, and he's kind of been, I, I can't remember what he's made lately. I didn't, I didn't have a chance to look it up, but he's kind of been in a dry period. I think the so last movie he directed was Australia, I believe. Yeah. Good Lord, uh, that's is, 12, 15 years? It's been a while. It came out in 2009, so yeah. we're talking like 13 years at this point. I know he did some shows on mm. Netflix or a show, The Get Down, I think was the name of it. I haven't watched it, but yeah, um, that movie certainly intrigues me. It was not on my list. Uh, Austin Butler, the, the gentleman who's playing Elvis, is a very good young actor. He was awesome in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The trailer looks good. Hank's Kind of looks creepy in his makeup, but I'm always interested to see what he does. So, Okay, and do you have one more? And like I said, we're going to mention some other movies, but uh, we're, we're talking about the first ones that we personally are most looking forward to. Sure. My number five, and I think this is my fifth, uh, would be Bullet Train, uh, the new movie from David Leach. I thought the trailer looked super fun. Leach has directed movies such as John Wick, which he co-directed with Chad Stahelski. Um, what else did he do? Atomic Blonde. Oh, yeah, uh, I love the And uh, Hobbs and Shaw. The guy's just an action junkie. I know he's a former stuntman. Uh, this is Brad Pitt's first starring role since winning an Academy Award for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. A lot of interesting actors in it. Trailer was really fun. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I love the Atomic Blonde. Um, the movie, unfortunately, it did not a lot of people see, but it was sort of it was sort of seen as like a John Wick knockoff with a female protagonist. Um, and for my money, it outwicks John Wick. I liked Atomic Blonde even more than any of the John Wick movies, all of which I've liked. Well, cool. So that's kind of like our 10 or, or eight because we eight or nine because we we had some obvious crossover. But I'll just throw out some other names and, you know, feel, feel free to chime in on any others that you're sure. interested in. Um, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I think that's coming out just on Disney Plus. But hey, we're, we're multi-platform guys here. Um, uh, the Bob's Burger movie. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see what they do with that. I kind of wandered away from that show a couple three years ago, um, so that'll be interesting. Lightyear. Um, I'm curious about this one because, of course, you know, they're sort of you know going back to the origins of the character and got rid of um, uh, the voice actor Tim, whose last name is escaping me right now. Um, uh, Tim, uh, the, the the tool man Taylor. I can't remember. Uh, oh, uh, Tim Allen. Yeah, Tim Allen. I still don't get that. Um, guy, you know, is the voice of a character for 25 years and, you know, really made him iconic. And now they're having, uh, I believe it's uh, Chris Pine <laughs> the voice. Uh, Chris Evans. Thank you. Um, but um, uh, I don't know. It, it seems strange. I, I read something somewhere that there's maybe some live action stuff in this. I, I, I don't know. Like, it, Like, it's supposed to be like, you know, what the character of Lightyear looked like as a person in like a brief uh, television show that he was based on before. I don't know. I don't get it. Um, what I said to, I, I had a little discussion with folks on Twitter about this. And I said, um, if they did a Woody spinoff spin movie and Tom Hanks was, was not doing the voice, everyone would be losing their stuff. Uh, so I don't know why people aren't reacting to that, but 
whatever. I'm 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 looking forward to see what they can do with. It. If we can backtrack uh, a little bit, I am really excited about the uh, Chippendale Rescue Ranger movie. Uh, I believe it's Andy Samberg. And I'm trying to remember who else is voicing. Maybe John Mulaney. Yeah, I think um, Samberg's Lonely Island compatriot, Kiva Schaefer, who directed uh, Pop Star and Hot Rod, is directing it. I think it's going to be smart and funny. If I had to guess, it looks pretty good. Cool. Uh, so that one's Firestarter. They're making a new version of Firestarter. God knows it's got to be better than the Drew Barrymore one from way back when. Uh, Minions, The Rise of Gru. So this is, you know, Gru as a kid, like supposedly when he's first meeting the Minions and putting together his criminal scheme. I'm interested. I don't have to say. Uh, I, let's let's put it this way. My kids are definitely interested. Um, Cha-Cha Real Smooth. That was a festival favorite starring Dakota Johnson. It's something about like a an older married woman, not older, but a married woman having a kid with a friendship with a younger kid um, that got really talked up at the festivals. Uh, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, a stop motion animated film. I think you're interested in that one. I definitely am. Just I'm curious to see an A24 kids movie. I, I'm guessing it'll mostly be appropriate for children. There's probably going to be one horrific thing that scars us all in it. Yeah. Um, the trailer looked really good. I saw it before uh, Everything Everywhere All the Time, which if you people haven't seen it, please go see that movie. That movie is yeah. fantastic. Jenny Slate, I think, is one of the voices. Or is, I, I think she's, she's the title character. Yeah. I, is it Slate? Jenny Slate or Slater? I always want to call her Slater, but uh, I think it's just Slate. Slate. Yeah. She's got a voice that was made for voice work and animation and things like that. Uh, Jessica Chastain is in The Forgiven on July 1. Uh, looks like a really meaty drama and I always look at when um, you have like a serious meaty drama in the middle of summer uh, that's July Bring 1 one I didn't even know of yeah and I think you mentioned Nope and Bullet Train another one that I had on my list I think this is everything is DC League of Super Pets that's July 29th with the voices of uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart and a few other folks um, it, I mean it seems like sort of like the obvious Let's do a kitty superhero movie with pets, but it looks interesting. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be uh, one of the things that's more for kids that maybe parents have to endure, but who knows? Maybe it'll be one of those great movies like, you know, the original uh, uh, Gru and Minion movies that the parents could like just as much. Lego movie would be an example of that for me. I love that first Lego movie. So cool. And Let's is there anything else, apparently anything else on your list that I didn't mention? Um, one we haven't talked about yet, which I know you're excited about. I'm excited for too. Is uh, Men, the new oh, Alex yeah. Garland movie yeah, uh, I coming out? Have that on my list here, and why I skipped over it. But yeah, on May twentieth, uh, I was in love with Ex, Ex Machina. Uh, didn't really warm up to Annihilation as much for whatever no. reason, but I think he's a talented enough filmmaker. Where I'm curious to see whatever he does next. And Jesse Buckley, I think, is one of our better young working actresses yeah. it's just fascinating to watch her work so that's one i'm certainly looking forward to yeah i love jesse buckley i think she's a real chameleon of an actress i remember her first movie i think that i saw her in this beast from a few years ago um and she's just gotten better and better and i was so happy when she got an oscar nomination for the lost daughter just because it was great work that could have been overlooked so yeah and I, and tell me tell the folks a little bit about men because i know it's something to do with like a woman it, toxic masculinity seems to be 
Well, I'll just like I'm trying to remember the name of the actor who's playing opposite her. It seems like he plays almost every other character in the movie or every other man in the movie except for her character's late husband. Um, I've seen the trailer a bunch lately. I saw two movies yesterday. The Red Band trailer was in front of both of them. Um, looks good. Looks interesting. Yep. All right. Well, that is our summer movie preview. I think we gave you hopefully a fairly comprehensive overlook of not just our personal favorites that we're looking forward to, but um, we'll kind of listen out some of the other cool movies coming up. I'm excited about it. It seems like a really promising movie somewhere. We've got a mix of action, sequels, superhero movies, but also some horror and drama and interesting stuff coming up. So what can I say? I'm in love with the movies and I never really get tired of talking about them. Me neither. Thanks for the time, Chris. All right. You guys have a good one.